0: For whom is it fun? Is it for the parent? Is it for the child? Is it both, right? So it doesn't really matter. I think sometimes it's good for kids to do things that parents consider to be fun now and then because they're subjected to something they wouldn't normally sign up for and might Mm -hmm. realize, wow, this was really cool, right?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lost Art of Parenting podcast, where we aim to educate, entertain, and encourage you in all things parenting. We want to help you understand what you're doing and why, so that you can increase the odds of raising children who are prepared for life while enjoying your job as a parent and enjoying your children along the way. Mm -hmm. My name is Jesse Mayer. I'll be your host, but we cannot do this without the one, the only Kim Cross.
0: Hello, Jesse. Thank How you for are you? being here with me again. Of course, again. I'm
1: excited. You didn't bring toys this time, though, so I'm I'm a little worried this one isn't going to be as fun as the last oh, one
0: Oh, my friend, it's going to be fun. Our last few podcasts were heavy. They were serious. But, you know, parenting is a serious job. But it's also a fun job, or at least it should be. And so we're lightening things up a bit today, and we're going to talk about having fun with our kids.
1: Okay, so uh, I guess... I'm going to have to guess what I would do (laughs) for fun with my kids. You'll have to help me. What
0: are some favorite memories that you did as a child with your parents? Obviously, I can approach it from the point of view of being a kid and then having kids, right? Right. But what are some of your favorite memories you did with, with your parents as a kid? And what things did you do that you still remember as being fun?
1: Um. Some of my favorite memories when I was a kid. Um, there was one weekend where we went to this like campground slash water park, but we all fought so much that mom took us home early. Oh, no. But what we ended up doing because we had set up all the tents, we were like ready to do it, and then we were like arguing and being dumb, and so my mom packed us all up. But then we ended up spending the night in the backyard of the apartments. Well, that works. So turn that the was sprinklers kind of fun. On, you know, yeah, you actually, get a the sprinklers both. did turn on. Um, because that is what happens at apartment complexes—you can't turn those off. So uh, that was a fun memory of just like us taking a moment where we were being bad, and then it ended up being really cool and sure. We all well, in she the was bad.
0: trying to take you on a little adventure, and yeah, you turned we it into brats. one.
1: Yeah, we were being brats, and then we still—but she still helped us set up the tents in the backyard later and do. She those showed things. you a little grace. Yes, she I did. love
0: that. I love that. Well, I wanted to talk really quickly about who, for whom is it fun? Is it for the parent? Is it for the child? Is it both, right? So it doesn't really matter. I think sometimes it's good for kids to do things that parents consider to be fun now and then because they're subjected to something they wouldn't normally sign up for and might Mm -hmm. realize, wow, this was really cool, right? Right. But most of the time we want to do things that everybody enjoys and or err on the side of, let's do what the kid wants to do. Get into Mm. their world, because then it really will be fun. And we as parents, you know, we have to suck it up a little bit and maybe doing something that wouldn't be considered fun, but because we're with our kids, it's fun, right? Right. So I made a whole list, and I thought you and I can kind of jockey back and forth here and talk about these. I know that some people don't enjoy hiking, but I loved it as a kid. We actually climbed Half Dome and went all through, Yosem- through Yosemite and all kinds of places. Hiking for us was really an adventure. We we had a good time. Did you ever do that?
1: Uh, not as a family, no, but I've gotten into it more as an adult. And I've a lot of, I, I'm at a unique age where there's a lot of people around me that have kids um uh, a lot of my friends and stuff are all on that and they've found that hiking is really good just for burning energy for kids like so uh, they really enjoy <laughs> it mostly because the kids can run off and burn tucker themselves out and Absolutely. it's good for that and there's outdoor time and sun and all that, sure so. it's
0: all great um swimming was a big deal going to public pools or yes. rivers or lakes yep. you know obviously safety in mind but that was a great thing i sent my kids to camp Um, so that was kind of fun for me. We did get a break, but camping was something we did as a family Mm -hmm. and huge memories, just so much adventure and fun.
1: Yeah. Camp was a huge part of our growing up. So it gave my mom some time off, which was good. She was a single mom. So, um, that one attempt that we butchered was the only time we attempted to go camping (laughs) as a family, but camp was really important because it instilled a lot of different stuff in us. And I think it was, I still, I've been, I've been directing and Counseling that same camp I went to for over 18 years now.
0: Yeah, so. it's it's my kids' favorite memory, actually, yeah. of all the trips we took. Vacations, big deals, camping or camp was their favorite. Um, fishing's a big deal for kids. That's mm. always fun. It teaches a lot of patience, right? Yes. And then we used to do a lot of building. We would build forts, um, birdhouses, dollhouses, model airplanes. Did you do any of that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, we... I. That was uh, a a big part of just what we would do to entertain ourselves. And then a lot of the men in our church would kind of take us to, like, teach us some woodworking or whatever. So that was kind of a fun awesome,
0: thing. Awesome. Awesome. Crafts, of course, they yes, they can crafts. be male and female. Typically, more girls like to do that, but there are male crafts. Mm-hmm. And anything between ages, you know, really young to high school, you can do Play-Doh to making decorations to painting to drawing just about anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Board games. We did a lot of those as a family How about you? Uh,
1: Board games were yes and no in in our family. The kids mostly played. My mom didn't participate a ton, but... Um, it's one of the things we like to do nowadays because we played them so much as children together. That's sort of our thing when we get together for family stuff.
0: Sure. Good yeah. memories there. Um, some kids enjoy museums, some don't. But if they don't, aquariums, the zoo, there's lots of places you can go to explore in your hometown or abroad, right? Those are fun. Playing any kind of sport. I wrote down pickleball, bocce ball, ping pong ball. I mean, there are so many sports you can do with yeah, kids.
1: sports and just getting any kind of ball, you can come up with some sort of game to play with, whether, I mean, you could throw it against the wall and try to catch it. Like, I mean, there's options.
0: (laughs) Kids love that. Cooking and baking. Those can be fun for kids. Mm -hmm. Um, Believe it or not, community service projects can be fun. Boise has a lot, like rake up Boise, paint the town. There's places to volunteer and food pantries, and it may not seem fun to the kid, but once they're there, oftentimes they realize, wow, this is a lot more fun than I thought.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think, I think instilling that idea of service is really important.
0: Giving back, huge. <clears throat> adventure, my, my family that I grew up in um, and then my family where I raised my children was huge into adventure. We floated the river, Middle Fork of the Salmon. You can just go paddle around at the water park here in Boise, right, uh, mm-hmm. in a little raft. Um, we climbed Half Dome. We actually rode our bikes across the United States.
1: Wow. So that it is adventurous. it was a
0: huge adventure. It can be small or it can be big. A hike or a scavenger hunt can be an adventure, mm-hmm. right? With a little person, but they can be big too. That takes some planning, but those are big memories and those are a blast. Um, and shifting completely into gear, the something that I know you love, which is dance. Dancing is a blast.
1: Yeah. I mean, I didn't get into it till college. That was not something we really did um, growing up. But definitely it's something I anticipate wanting to teach my kids and and instilling in a lot of the kids that I'm around.
0: Absolutely. I I mean, I used to put music on and teach my kids how to country western swing. Well, and like, I
1: mean, we (laughs) didn't have any formalized dance, but we did do like, I do, I have a very distinct memory. We watched Sound of Music a ton with my grandmother when she was babysitting us and then my mom It was also one of her favorite movies, and so my favorite movie. That whole sequence um, in the greenhouse, and just like all of these dance numbers, like there was points where we would get up and we would all dance together, our siblings, and that was one of my mom's favorite things. I think was when we would just be dancing around the living room together. So it was never formal, but we did do that. Oh my gosh,
0: just having fun and the music and the sets the whole mood right. Um, Sewing, making, or playing musical instruments were things Mm. that we did. Making um, things out of Um, cereal boxes. We used to build cardboard castles or press flowers in between books with wax paper and then make greeting cards for people. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Projects were a big deal at my house growing up and with my kids. We built playhouses, sandboxes, swing sets, garden boxes, even a chicken coop,
1: Mm.
0: um, or doing skits and plays during the holidays. So there's a lot of ideas out there to have fun with your kids.
1: Yeah, I think the the default, especially like, I think my mom more than often would default to something more relaxed because she was just working all the time as a single mom. Right. But I do wish there was times that making that intentional, like we're going to do something together thing. I mean, you want to give grace to people, right? But it's like, I think our culture as a whole has just sort of been like, well, we'll watch a movie together. Like that's basically the same. Entertaining. Yeah. And it's play, I think is a different thing. It's a little more engaging. Active. You have to be active in it rather than just passive.
0: Absolutely. And you just set me up for the benefits of play. Why should we have kids play and what are the benefits to do that together? So I thought I'd go through a few things. Play improves their cognitive, their physical, their social, and their emotional well being. Um, And through play, kids learn about the world, obviously, but they also learn about themselves. And they learn skills that will help them in life for studying, for working, and of course, relationships. So play is connected to just about everything that a child needs when they're a child, but also through adulthood. So. Play teaches hand-eye coordination. We talked about this in a previous podcast about gross motor, large movement-type coordination that then leads itself to fine motor skills. Audio and visual processing is huge when kids are playing. They're constantly organizing and categorizing and what's the same and what's different. They learn causal thinking. Mm. If I cheat and I get in trouble from my... Playmates, I learned a big rela- yes. relationship lesson, right? They learn problem solving. They learn uh, to increase their self-esteem because they have confidence and competence. Basically, they're learning, I did it. I built it. I created it. I made it. I won it. Whatever. Uh, play lends itself, obviously, to friendships and bonding. Mm-hmm. Laughter, having fun, being connected through common values, experiences, and emotions builds relationships. And cooperation and w- working together is, I think, something all of us could use more of today. Mm. And sometimes playing together, you learn a different point of view. Somebody else comes at it at it with a different uh, point of view as far as what they value or how they handle it or how they solve the problem or how they approach it. That's a learning opportunity, right, through play. Um, You learn creativity. You learn tenacity and work ethic. But I think a big piece is that it reduces stress. The relationships we have with our kids is literally the foundation to everything. And when I mean everything, I mean when it comes to disciplining. So when conflict arises, and it will, welcome to parenting, your bonding, your love, your respect, and the fun that you've had together will get you through those conflicts and those discipline actions. And so I always tell parents, be sure that, that you are finding that balance between having fun and teaching your kids, disciplining and holding them to limits and boundaries. But make sure that bond of love is there because that is going to, what's going to carry you through those teenage years and beyond.
1: Absolutely. Well, and I think I really appreciate you, Kim bringing this forward because it's things that, you know, I don't have kids yet. So it's something I can start planning for of Like what kind of fun things could I come up with? Cause maybe when I'm exhausted and in the <laughs> middle of it is not the best time to be coming up with it, but there's a lot of parents that are, and they might go, you know what? I don't play enough with my kids. It's really easy to default into that entertainment thing, or just being together is one thing. And that is important. Just like spending time together is important, but teaching them to play, teaching them how to rough house a little bit, how to you know, be outside and and Mm -hmm. not just be waiting for the world to entertain them, I think is super important these days because that makes them very expectant that the world is just going to do everything for them. And that's not reality in a lot of ways. And it's not learning. It's It's not not growing. And it's not growing your relationship too. And like you said, it can also be a de-stressor for you. You'll you'll end up laughing if you're playing, right? You can run through point. the
0: sprinklers yeah. and still have a good time. Or if you have to sit there because you're working and you brought work home and you're sitting at the table on the patio with your laptop, have all your kids go play together, invite kids over to play. Right. You can still be a part of it, yeah, right?
1: Absolutely. So um, if you want more ideas on how to facilitate play and how to level up your parenting skills, I do encourage you to call Kim. Kim. Um, send her text, send her an email, smoke signals. I don't think you're taking smoke signals anymore, but, (laughs) um, her website's up and running. You can always, uh, get all of her contact info there. Um, but use her experience and her expertise to help you be the best parent you can be so that you can live your best life and teach your children to live theirs too. I think that's Mm -hmm. so important. The relationship with your children is either going to add great joy to your life or it's going to be one of the sources of greatest pain in your life. Oh, and for sure. And we want you to have an expert available to help you avoid the common mistakes, or or sometimes they're uncommon mistakes that just happen because life happens. Every situation's unique, and that's why mm-hmm. this podcast can't be the one-size-fits-all thing as far as s- shooting out a, an answer. If there's any books or videos or programs you're subscribing to saying that this will fix every single child ever, <laughs> then they are lying Run. to you. <laughs> Um, which is why we're very uh, intentional about what we share because most of the time it isn't just a slap this Band-Aid on it and it'll fix everything. It's something that you are very meticulous about. Every child has unique needs. Every parent has unique needs, and you need to focus on those. And the best way to do that is just a one-on-one. And so even if it's just a single one-on-one, it can make a huge difference. So if you listen to the Lost Art of Parenting podcast, make sure you tell a friend, share some episodes with them. If it's made an impact in your life or you've if you've heard something new and you're like, send it out to some of your, your other friends with kids or that are looking at becoming parents because that's going to be things that starts moving those things in their mind, right? Whether they have kids now or they're thinking about having kids, you want to start prepping early rather than being in the midst of it with no sleep and the baby's throwing up all over you. And that's when you're trying to go, well, what should I be doing here? You need
0: to be intentional, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: And uh, Kim does work with clients that are out of state over the phone. Um, so if that is a, a restriction, you have a friend that's out of state that um, could be blessed by this. Don't say, well, Kim's only in Idaho. I guess you can't utilize her. No. Right. She she can do that remotely. That's the, the one of the few benefits of technology these days, right? Yes. Um, but... Often, a lot of new clients learn about Kim through this podcast. Someone shared it. So, uh, share your joy, share the value that this podcast has given you by sharing it with your friends and family, and uh, send them over to rethinkparenting.com as well to schedule mm-hmm. an appointment. Anything else to add, Kim?
0: Just that, you know, we want to be a blessing to all of you and to your families in raising your kids. So this podcast is about having fun. Find that balance and go have some fun, everybody. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Kim. And thank you guys for joining us. And we'll see you on the next time on the Lost Art of Parenting podcast.